Welcome back to the program. One of the foundations of the changing nature of education is the idea of deeper learning, direct hands-on mastery of content through solving real-world problems in a collaborative way. This has created dramatic results in all academic areas. But it's also something that can take place right at home. That's what best-selling author Mark Kolansky and his daughter Talia did. They combined culture, geography, chemistry, all in the context of creating delicious meals. Now they share that effort in their new book, International Nights. Mark Kurlansky is the best-selling author of Cod, Salt, The Bosque History of the World, 1968, The Big Oyster, and so many others. It is my pleasure to welcome Mark Kurlansky back to this program, along with his daughter Talia, to talk about International Night. A father and daughter cook their way around the world. Mark, Talia, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, nice to talk to you. Great to have you here. Mark, the, the idea for the book w- was yours, but Talia was responsible in many ways for the idea of this notion of spinning the globe and, and picking out a, a place and, and food. Talk a little bit about how this whole thing evolved. Mark, you first. Well, you know, it was originally just a game. We had no intention of doing a book or anything. It was just something fun to do at home. Um, and uh, I'd spin the globe and she would close her eyes and point at it and wherever her finger landed we would uh, do a dinner from that place <laughs> and um, it evolved into a kind of elaborate ritual Talia would uh, uh, put together costumes uh, um, and I'd tell stories and uh, we'd create hints for my wife to guess uh, what we were going to do that night and the hints are in the book too they're usually like a geography quiz. And uh, so there's a lot of dialogue and learning taking place in the process of cooking dinner. Right. Talia, talk a little bit about the complexity of it. It started out as, as a simple idea, and, and as Mark said, it became more complex over time. Costumes, masks, all the other things that went along with it. Uh, yeah, we. it was uh, originally just a game, and... Even when it turned into um, an idea for a book, it remained a lot of fun. Uh, my costumes would be made out of random uh, old Halloween costume items. I would find um, a straw fedora or an old hula skirt for Hawaii night. Um, it was just unbelievable, all the stuff that she had in her room. <laughs> <laughs> Including a yodeling pickle. Yes, a friend had given me, um, when I was little, a plastic yodeling pickle. And Mark, talk a little bit about how the recipes emerged. Were these things you guys looked up together or evolved together? How did that happen? Right. Well, there are uh, 52 nights, 52 different places. And I believe 41 of them are places I know, places I've been to. Uh, And when I go somewhere... I always ask people about their cooking and their food traditions. So uh, I had a lot of uh, recipes and food ideas from uh, most of those countries. And, uh, you know, some of them were uh, uh, dishes that I've made for years and uh, always kept the recipes secret. I don't know why, but I suddenly decided with this book it was time to... uh, uh, share these recipes. So a few of them were places that I had never been. And um, then I had to, uh, you know, I looked in uh, uh, books. I, I have in my home, uh, my 
or New York City cramped departments, uh, something like a thousand books on uh, food and food history. Um, sometimes I would ask people, uh, Korean night, I got help from a friend of mine who was Korean and, uh, you know, scrounging around in a lot of different ways for uh, recipes and food ideas, but all of the recipes ended up, uh, changed, you know, I modified them. I, there's something in me that doesn't allow me to follow a recipe <laughs> closely and, uh, uh, and I tried to make them uh, recipes that uh, uh, kids could make with supervision or at least uh, have some part in them. Um, uh, kids particularly like uh, cooking that has a sense of handicraft, you know, things that you make with your hands, like making your own sushi or crepes or uh, um, uh, things involving dough, uh, um, anything that involves shaping things with your hands is uh, uh, a lot of fun. And Talia, before this project started, before you started this tradition, did you cook a lot? Had you had some cooking experience at home? Yes. Um, I've been cooking with my dad since I had to be around four years old. Oh. And the cooking got my job in the kitchen um, as I got older got um, came with more responsibility. I we started off making cookies and desserts, but as time went on, uh, he started giving me chores where I could use uh, hot materials, and now I'm able to chop and mince on my own. We started. We used to do things like we always uh, we made a lot of cookies and candies for Halloween, uh, which kids never wanted. They were always disappointed that they weren't Snickers or something, <laughs> uh, but their parents liked them. <laughs> What about the ingredients for all of this? Did it require exotic ingredients that you had to go out and find, Mark? Well, I, I tried to keep that to a minimum, but of course it did, you know. And um, If you're cooking from uh, countries with very distinct cultures, uh, you know, India or Japan, or, um, you need some very specific things, North Africa. Um, and, you know, living in New York made that uh, somewhat easier than in a lot of places. But I experimented just to see what it would be like if you were living out in the country somewhere where you didn't have a lot of ethnic neighborhoods and things like that. And I found that you can get a lot online. Right. You know, if you're cooking Japanese food and you want some kelp, you can order kelp online. You can order almost any spice or seasoning imaginable online. Just Google it and you'll find a half a dozen places where you can order it. And what was the most exotic? What was the one place, Mark, that Talia's finger landed on that you thought, how are we going to do that? <laughs> well, uh, it was Kazakhstan. <laughs> I landed on that, I want to say, five or six times. I just kept landing on it. There's a, some sort of a weird homing device in her finger that goes to Kazakhstan. It's a fairly large country in the center of the globe, not known for its culinary traditions. Uh, so we made a rule that uh, we only did a place once, no matter how many times we landed on it. We landed on it again, we would just re-spin. And what was uh, that meal like? It actually ended up being a pretty good meal. Uh, with a kind of a um, uh, an empanada kind of thing, little little things in dough with uh, 
a lamb. And uh, there was always this uh, uh, conflict between being authentic and having a good meal. And whenever that was in conflict, I always went with the good meal. So, you know, in Kazakhstan, meat is uh, horse meat and mutton. But we translated that to beef and lamb, which is a lot better. <laughs> Tal, you talk a little bit about how your friends felt as you told your friends what you were doing. How, were they excited about it? Were they into the idea? Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of my friends had ever heard of something like this happening. So it was very new. They All, all my friends know that I love cooking and that I cook with my dad. So that wasn't very surprising. Um, but my friends have been very supportive and exciting uh, that I have a book coming out. But it's been a lot of fun. What was the one thing that you made... Talia, that you just couldn't eat, that you really, you made it, it was exciting, and you really weren't very crazy about it? Well, every recipe that's in the book, uh, we tried and we ended up liking, and there were a few nights that we ended up having to redo, because they just, they weren't really working, but in the end, this book has all of our favorites. Uh, For instance, uh, I wasn't sure that I'd really be into the soup some of the soups, because in general I'm not into soups. However, we managed to find some soup recipes that I found absolutely delicious and still love. You know, once we decided to make it a book, we actually redid a couple of nights. We made sure that everything in the book was something that we really liked. Uh, we, uh, we eliminated one whole country <laughs> that we weren't happy with. And uh, there were some other countries that we just, I felt we could do better, and we redid them. And what about the obvious countries, France or Germany? What, did you hit on those, and, and what did you do? We, we hit on France and Italy several times. Uh, what we did with countries that uh, had very regional food is we went specifically with the region so that uh, there are three different French nights, uh, uh, Brittany, Aquitaine, which is the Sudwest, and uh, Provence. And there are three uh, Italian nights, Emilia Romana, Naples, and Florence, uh, Naples and uh, Sicily. And uh, actually two Canadian nights, which you might not think, um, uh, Newfoundland and Quebec, which are very different cuisines. Now, you mentioned, Mark, that you had a lot of these recipes, that you kept them secret for a long time. Now they're uh, out there in the public. Yeah, I don't know why I was keeping a secret. You know, and people, I'd have people over for dinner, and they'd say they loved something, and they must have the recipe, and I'd sort of hem and haw and stall and never give it to them. <laughs> uh, I never wanted to give out recipes, <clears throat> and I don't really know what the reason for that was. But when we were doing this book, I just, you know, I wanted them to be the best recipes I knew, so I, uh, you know, I put these recipes in. Tal, you talk a little bit about how doing this has inspired your desire to to see the world even more, to really go to some of these places. Well, the majority of the countries that we uh, spin to, my dad has been to. So throughout every uh, night, he would tell me stories of his travels to that country. So I have a better understanding of what these countries are like and now I'm excited to try and one day go to them. Which one do you most want to go to? Which one has made you the most uh, interested? I don't know. Uh, well, I love uh, 
Japan, uh, he recently went to Japan and he told me stories about uh, what it's like there, and it sounds really fascinating. So hopefully I'll get to go to Japan sometime. And Mark, talk a little bit about the impact that this whole project had on you as it evolved over time. And as we talked about earlier, it became more complex and, and sort of deeper as the experience went on. Well, you know, it, it, it was a great experience. And I think, uh, I mean, long before I ever thought of this book or even this idea, I always thought that, you know, cooking with your kid was a great thing to do. I always cooked with Talia and... Uh, uh, I, I I love cooking with her, and uh, um, it's uh, you know it's it's fun from the culinary point of view, but it also you know when you cook with somebody, you have a great dialogue. Talk a little bit about this notion of food as a way to better understand the world, and 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 to really see it in a different light, Mark. Yeah, well, you know, to a considerable degree, it's what my whole writing career mm-hmm. is about. <laughs> This is uh, my 26th book, and not all the books are food-related, but uh, um, I don't know, something like two-thirds of them are maybe, and uh, it's because I do think that food is just a great way of getting at things, of getting at history. When I'm writing fiction, uh, food is a great way of developing characters and setting scenes. It's uh, a great way of understanding places and uh, um, uh, I just always believed in uh, uh, food as a, uh, as a way of learning about things. Mm-hmm. And tell you, how did it help you in terms of geography, in terms of, of just understanding the world better? Well, I mean, I got a better sense of the globe just by spinning um, countries. I had to close my eyes and I could sort of picture where in the globe I'm going and feel where countries are in relation to other countries. And she learned where Kazakhstan is. Yes, I, I know exactly where Kazakhstan is. <laughs> well, what more can you ask for? The book is International Night. A father and daughter cook their way around the world. Mark Kurlansky, Talia Kurlansky, I thank you both very much for spending time with us today. Yeah, pleasure talking Thanks to you. Thanks for having us. Thank you both. We'll take a break. I'll be right back.